driven. Creative. listening to the Be Velocity podcast and this is episode 18. I am your host this evening and I'm Ellie and I am joined with a very special co-host tonight, the founder and creator of Be Velocity and that is the one and only Deb as I like to call her. Welcome to your very own podcast. Deb does everything. I literally could have six pages on what she can do she is probably one of the most amazing people I have ever met. Before I think, see, she's gonna cry already. <laughs> That's I'm not gonna make her cry tonight. That is that is rule number one. But welcome anyway, Deb. And I cannot wait to hear about the life of Deb. Do you know what's the what's the thing when they used to have this is your life and it was the red book? Remember that on uh, TV? Yes, I remember it. <laughs> I'm gonna say this does feel odd. Because I, I like to be in charge, as, as you know. I'm kind of like setting my ways. So letting you take the lead on this is going to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> she isn't scared, though. I asked her before we came on, and she said she wasn't scared. So that is the perfect start. Right, Deb, are you ready? Have you got anything left to say? Uh, uh, it's all over to you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> right okay Deb how has your year been well last year anyway because happy actually happy new year everyone yeah happy new year um happy new year to all our listeners I'll, I'll be completely honest um 2022 has been heartbreaking for me personally um but also happy at the same time um I don't know if you want me to go into detail or not because it kind of relates to be velocity and the whole concept of be velocity because um, it's all evolved from our heart um, and it's probably why um, I have found 2022 a little bit difficult. So let's talk about where be velocity came from because this is actually quite a funny story. So originally... Um, it was called Woman of the Grid. I was like, this, this, this isn't doing it for me. The name, it, it's not diverse enough. I don't think it's got like a powerful name. So I was actually sat on the toilet, nowhere of a lie. <laughs> and <laughs> then the, the words B and then velocity just came together. Now, probably on some of the podcasts, we've actually asked the question, what does B velocity mean to you? And I'm going to answer this one now from my heart. B 
B philosophy to me is all about B as in you as an individual person. And then obviously if you're a bit techie like me, um, you'll know that velocity is like a forward motion, like heading is the direction of travel. And obviously you get velocity and it's that direction. And everyone has that same pattern and that's you as an individual. And then that spreads. So the velocity is like the direction where it spreads. And that's kind of like where it comes from, the heart. So it's all about you as an individual and where you come from and how you can make a difference. And I suppose in that way, it's like how community community grows. And since the name changed, I have come across some very talented individuals from all backgrounds even it be it motorsport, motorbikes, or just like general cars, or just general enthusiasts. And obviously that's kind of where I found Ellie when she um, slid into my DMs and wanted to get involved with the podcast. Obviously we had season one, and Sophie was involved in that. And sadly, um, she parted ways from us, but I couldn't tell you the reasons why because it was just uh, nothing. So I hope she's doing really well, and I hope um, the experience she got from us um, takes her in the direction where she wants to go. Um, And that's just me being honest. Um, The reason why it's been a bit of a hard year for me is I found this girl through a social media channel called Bristol Biking Girls. These women are phenomenal. And they've also had a tough year as well because their founder, Steph, was involved in a motorbike accident on Good Friday last year. I'll be honest, I'm still coming to terms with it. Um, And it is heartbreaking because um, that girl took me into their community and made me one of their own to the point now where um I am the official pit bitch because that's the name (laughs) I love it I love it when you say that yeah Um, (laughs) all the rest of the copies of what they um and and yeah um she she was you know, she was a phenomenal woman and she made me part of their community. <laughs> um, to the point where I can tell you this story because it sits with me. Um, so Steph nor- has a best friend called Beth. And I remember going to my first trap day with them at Silverstone. And Beth... <laughs> forgot to um, check her brakes. Someone needed brakes. So me being me, whilst I was running around the garages trying to find someone who might have some spare brakes for a bike, I'd already phoned a few um, dealerships and done some internet searching and I literally just found Beth and said, but can you um, let me know what brakes you need? Because I've got the VIN number off your bike can I uh, get some brakes so you can go on track 
and um since since that moment that's how our friendships blossomed and then I've made sure they've been involved in the bee velocity community because to be honest they are part of it and still are um and it has hit me quite hard losing her I'm, I'm not going to lie about that um because she was not just someone I found on social media she actually came a close friend of mine so yeah um I've had that to deal with last year and it's been tough and I suppose in a way I'm I'm extremely grateful for yourself Ellie and everyone else that's just come together and just picked me up again um so that's kind of one of the reasons why Bee Velocity is quite important to me. Um, I know you said no tears tonight, but I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. And it's only question one. <laughs> I know, it's only question one. But yeah, Bee Velocity is a bigger thing than what people realise. I've made some really close friends just via this social media. I've probably helped people fulfill their dreams or just give them a little bit of direction because it is hard this industry is hard I work in it myself but I've been blessed I've never had any issues no one's caused me any problems I've just been welcomed with open arms and if I'm lacking in knowledge and something they they take me down that route and you know give me the knowledge um it's like some of the girls that we've interviewed, I've actually made the effort to go see them. So, for example, um, Charlotte Macuso I, and Izzy Whitmore, you know, if they're at B a BSB round, I will make sure I go and see them and just say hello. Kale, Kale's Cole, another one. I remember going to her first ever round at Donington Park again all part of this community I've always said I want to get involved and support as many people as possible to you know fulfill their dreams because it, it's important it's it's hard and it's a challenge so if I can give something back that you know I'm happy and it is it is tough juggling this social media platform trying to do a podcast you know it's, it's, it's a challenge and how do I do it? I couldn't tell you. Gemma couldn't tell well, you. I, you're smashing it though, Deb. You are literally smashing it. You're like Wonder Woman, honestly. <clears throat> and I suppose so, yeah, you should be I, proud of yourself. Thank you. I, I'll be honest. I don't give myself enough credit. And um, no. So, 2022. Also, um, as I discussed with Robin last week. I was involved in the Enduro KA Championship with my work, Race Logic, to the point where I got an award for it for just being helpful and supportive. Um, they didn't need to do it. I was just being me. But I've also got a special bubble hat um, from it as well. Because <laughs> everyone knows, if you see me in pit lane, what am I wearing? A bubble, a bubble hat. hat. What am I wearing now? A, a bubble, bubble hat. hat. Literally... Every podcast we've done, apart from probably like the few over the summer, have all been in bubble hats. No matter if it's like April or September, they've all been in bubble hats. 
yeah. so if anyone is struggling for a secret santa at work and you get deb then you know what to get <laughs> um yeah recognition i struggle <laughs> because i'm like i don't deserve yeah. it <laughs> yeah no and no, getting to know you really well over the past year and knowing like what what you do behind the scenes yeah i just come on on a thursday night but you do so much to make the actual podcast happen and then you're writing scripts for me and doing xyz and trying to get everyone together to be able to do it and then it goes out and we've got an x amount of listeners who were super super grateful of and thank you so much for listening and obviously we get such amazing guests on as well and some of them are just like out this world we don't know how we've got them on that because they have no time but because they want to share their story with us because of Deb's literally unique selling point, I'm going to call it a USP, of Be Velocity. They want to come on and speak to us and listen also to our stories, which which I find quite nice because nine times out of ten, the guests ask you loads of questions as well. So they want to get to know you. So it's literally like you're sat in Starbucks or another coffee shop and you can you literally sit in a coffee shop with your friends honestly it, it's great so yeah thank you Deb for one getting me on this podcast and I bloody love it <laughs> <laughs> um I think I forgot to say something um oh I've had one of my mind blocks I was gonna say something um no it's gone it'll come back you wait Whatever I was going to say is going to come back. (laughs) (laughs) So then, Deb, my next question is, why did you want to create a podcast for women in motorsport? Because there's so many now, and yours obviously just stands out from the rest, as I'm a bit biased. So I just wanted to know what made you obviously decide to, to start it, essentially. Okay. My mind block's gone because this is actually going to be my answer to my mind block now. So basically, I'm very much keen on the lower level people that don't get the recognition. They're a little bit invisible. And the reason why I started with the podcast, purely because I want people to not just see, I want want them to hear about all these talented people and it's just another channel that doesn't doesn't get used and to be honest I I had no skills in doing podcasts whatsoever so I just thought do you know what while Covid's about I've been furloughed from work I need to be productive so I just remember um going online I was like free online courses and then podcasting and I was like okay how hard can this be and literally done this two-week course probably done it in a week um and then yeah landed up buying a mic and then yeah the rest is history to be honest (laughs) yeah I just (laughs) basically and it's kind of like one of the taglines like the aim is to try and get this podcast in as many years as possible because your help helps everyone else because it's true you know we are like the building blocks 
So obviously most people bang on about F1 and, you know, other higher level motorsport. But what about these poor guys starting out that are struggling? You know, we need to help those guys because, like I said, there's so much talent out there. Stop helping those higher ones up. They've got the money. There's people struggling to get money that are so talented and just getting left behind or being made to feel invisible. And it's always about them. So sometimes when I see like social media posts, I, I do get a little bit frustrated purely because I don't have a big platform. So I can't shout about things. So I generally rely on the followers and the supporters to help me achieve a goal, so to speak, in getting at least one of the girls um, in a better position than where they started to help them progress. Yeah, no, I like that. And then now we are on season two and then hopefully going on to a season three. Is that confirmed, Deb? I'm not confirming anything. I'm going to be busy <laughs> I think Deb some time off. <laughs> I need more hands, if I'm honest. I I need to take a break, if I'm honest. Yep. Unless I can get some more hands and helpers, you know, I can't do this on my own. I've been doing it for a few years now and I'm like, I need help. <laughs> so if you are listening and you would like to help with a podcast, please get in touch with us. <laughs> or just general anything that can help us, you know, in some way of getting us out there. Because it's hard, you know, I use my own money to keep this going doesn't come from anywhere else and money doesn't grow on trees unfortunately so yeah so, if you want to help get in touch please get in touch you know where we are literally <laughs> 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 yeah so deb is a very busy woman and she has a, the best day job from what it sounds like can you tell us all deb what you do for your day job Right. Because she so, speaks about them all the time. And all I ever hear is about this box. And I mean, I know about this box, this data box. Right. And she tries to sell it to everyone as that comes on. <laughs> I'm doing my, well, I'm not doing my job. Um, so I'm a technical support. Uh, I deal with technical support. And I have done for just over five years. Um, so to give you an idea, because we kind of touched on this last, last week with Robin. So the company I work for is called Waste Logic. They design and manufacture electronic systems to measure, record, display, analyze, and simulate data from moving vehicles. We do more than that. We've been involved in the movie industry. So the Pinocchio film, we've done some camera tracking for that film. That was a big project for us. I wasn't involved in that, but it was still exciting for a company to be a part of it. So basically, if someone has one of our products, which is either a e-box, which it's known for, I provide technical support. Now we've got 
So we're global. So we're based in the UK. Everything's all built in-house. The company's been going for 30 years, 30 plus years. We've got over 100 employees. We're based in America, in Detroit. We've got a German office. Then obviously we've got our main office in the UK. And then we have dealers. We have a dealer network for our automotive products and our motorsport products. Obviously, if you haven't guessed, I'm more passionate about our motorsport products because I think it's safe to say I'm a little bit of a networking queen. And even if I'm at a race track and I see someone with, my, with one of our products, I will literally go over and just check and make sure everything's okay. That's just me in general. I like to help where I can and educate people in the in at the same at the same time. To give you an idea of what I would do for a day, so a day in the life of me. It's uh we answer queries via email or phone. It's nice having Microsoft Teams because we can actually talk to our customers via Microsoft Teams and we can talk to other areas of business as well. Sometimes I will be really helpful and help hardware support out now and again. So basically, if something goes a hardware issue, then that needs to come back, which is very rare. Then what else do I do? So I've been on YouTube a bit. So say if there's a content creator that needs some support at an event, either myself or one of my other colleagues will go down and just provide technical support to them. So yes, I am on uh, Bike World. I think it's on 45k hits at the minute. So if you want to watch it, boost it up, that'd be great. Thank you. <laughs> Diversity, you know, female. I'm, the, I'm actually the only female in my team, as in, in terms of the technical role. There are minimal women where we work, but I'll tell you what, we're, we are some badasses. We just, we're just accepted for who we are. And it's great. We've never had any problems and but uh, I, I enjoy going to work every day, which is quite nice. Some days it's challenging, but that's with every job. You know, you always get good and any bad days. If we are at an event, you'll you'll know where I am. My work colleagues um, say I'm a little bit of a celebrity, especially if I turn up on track and I start going in the garages. If anyone wants help, there's always someone there that knows me because I've just <laughs> made, made the effort to get to know people and sometimes I get a cup of tea as well which is quite nice and I, I generally appreciate anyone giving me tea or snacks um generally appreciate it, especially if it's at Silverstone in the pissing rain and you've got no shelter so I generally do appreciate any customer that sees me and takes me in and looks after me I do generally appreciate it even if I do give you some banter so to speak um, but that's just that's just me. And then if we're not dealing with customers in the office or out the office, we do product testing as well. That can be very tricky and very involved. It means we have to go to our airfield and do testing, which is quite fun. So apart from us building our products all in-house, we also test them as well. 
which is quite exciting, especially when you've got a new product coming out and you just want it to be the best it can be. Because we're not like big companies, you know, we don't have all the technology. Um, one day that could change. So, yeah, as you can tell, I'm quite passionate about my job. Well, when it comes to customer service, I do generally go above and beyond if I need to. And, yeah, I suppose I'm now a senior member in my team. And that I love hearing um, about it when you... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me laugh every time when you've got guests on and you've done something with work and you've known them through work and then... Yeah, you get talking all technical things that I have zero clue about. But yeah, in, in, even for me, it's great to obviously learn about those those type of things. So it's an eye-opener for everyone of what Deb does. Yeah, because so, I, I can, like, hand on heart tell you now, I wouldn't dream of thinking about with working with alongside McLaren. I couldn't tell you about working alongside Aston Martin. I, I wouldn't have dreamed of, you know being in this position you know there's some championships I've been involved in some of the customers I've spoke to I generally wouldn't think I'd be speaking to them you know there's for example um touring car an ex-touring car driver Anthony Reed. if he needs help he'll be like ah I know who I'll talk to he's not supposed to ring me direct but he does a little bugger but I generally <laughs> um it's nice to have that recognition and I did play a big role um last year in the Enduro KA which you'll see in our YouTube videos that we've done and Ellie hasn't listened to the other episode yet so I'm like do I tell her don't I tell her I'm like itching to know I did say like Deb said I've got a big announcement but I was on holiday last week so I couldn't make the podcast but um yeah I don't it's up to you Deb you want to tell me am I will my jaw drop <laughs> uh yeah it will actually oh. so I think we need to talk about where my passion come from and I think this will like link in well, yeah that leads on to like maybe my next question as well yeah. so right okay okay yeah. right I'm, so. I'm waiting for you to like ask the question and then I'll be like ah oh, I'm gonna tell her Okay, where did it all start for you then, Deb? I'll, I'll be honest, I think I was born with Cashel GTX in the blood as soon as I came out, to be honest. I think I've said that answer quite a lot, to be honest, because I live 10 minutes away from Silverstone, so I have a lot of family history at Silverstone. And I was actually thinking about this the other day, like, where did that passion come from? And and I think, I, I, I suppose in a way... Um, Growing up, I remember going like over to my um, nan and granddad. And it was funny because my, my granddad, he used to sit in the corner and he'd have his like wireless on and some form of sport would be on. And then as soon as I heard about F1 or, or touring cars or something, I was like, oh, this is amazing. You know, and I just heard it and then I could see how like my granddad was engrossed in it. And um, obviously it then was on the TV and I started watching TV. And then because my granddad was like the game gamekeeper and he um, he used to work at Silverstone Racetrack as well. 
So I still remember uh, a couple of times going to the F1. Uh, oh, and there's another, uh, actually, I'll wait before I tell this. So basically where the farm is, in conjunction to where Silverstone Racetrack is, there, there used to be like a really weak, I'm calling it a weak fence because we used to sneak in and go into Silverstone through a hole in the fence. <laughs> yeah, when we were kids. It was great. And then <laughs> the hole in the I, fence is probably definitely not there anymore. So kids don't not try it. <laughs> definitely not there anymore. It, it used to be down near the Porsche Experience Centre near the, in the rally track. See, I still know it. Yeah. It used to be along there. So when we were kids, we um we used to sneak in and out. And it was quite fun doing that. And then obviously they covered the hole up. Because my granddad was very heavily involved um in Silverstone and working there as well. My mum used to work there when she was younger. She's she's got some like really cool like claim to fame. Um so she's met Sir Sterling Moss, gave him a cup of tea. She's met James Hunt, also gave him a cup of tea. <laughs> and then so I used to get bullied at school as well because on my nan's side of the family, we do have links to Nigel Mansell. Obviously, the name rings the bell. He's an F1 driver. So he's got links on my um, my nan's side. And, yeah, I used to get bullied at school because no one, no one used to believe me, including my cousin. He's a bit of a shit. Um, he used to pick on me as well. But we won't go into that. So from when COVID started, I generally did try and do some more research, but... I, I didn't really get very far with it. So, link to the prestiges. Morton Pinkney, if anyone listening that can help me, I'd be really grateful because I do, but at some point I would like to meet him. <laughs> then, again, like other things. So, I used to watch touring cars. I still remember watching it on TV. So, I can't remember what channel it was. It might be ITV3 or something. They'd done this driving competition. And Rob Huff won it. And then he was with Jason Plato. I absolutely love Jason Plato. As a driver. I know you literally love him. him. Yeah, I love him. I've literally got a pair of Sayer Obrals. I've got a book signed from him. And he drew me a comedy cock in it. Which is amazing. Because I didn't think he'd do it. And he did lad i still remember <laughs> going to a live podcast at uh, motorsport uk mr mr village um heritage did i say and that's where i met um girl called charlotte rushford who we've had on so that's how i met her see this is where my networking comes in yeah but since watching touring cars i still remember the day i think it was 2011 I remember buying a Seat Ibiza. I did want a Leon, but I couldn't afford one. So I bought <laughs> a Seat Ibiza. So it's my second car. Because my first car was a Citroen Saxo and it was racing green. I was like, yeah, this is cool. And then I got this Seat Ibiza. And I remember in 2011, I remember driving to my first touring car round at Silverstone in that car. And it was the best day ever because I, I remember going in a helicopter as well and like going around Silverstone. So, yeah, I've got all these like memories of like when I was a kid and growing up. So everything has been involved in Silverstone. 
and what's even more funny was with that touring car round, the the man that owned the car dealership was actually there. Because I've been and I was like, oh good, you shot my car. Now we're at touring cars. That <laughs> was that was like quite big back then. But I haven't always like worked in like the industry I've been in. I remember just trying to make some money. I did some work at Silverstone as a cleaner. And again, I went to MotoGP. I done the F1 and then I done other championships as well. And again, I was thinking about this the other day, like my first BSB round. Again, that was at Silverstone. <laughs> and like yeah. my love my love for James Toesland, it's still there. Um but it's like all these names, they're, they're like big, iconic names. Um, and back then, no one was talking about females then. Not really. It's not no. until the last 10 or more so years that people have started talking more about females in the industry. I mean, I've worked in car dealerships, and that's that's interesting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> people and selling cars um because you don't really get involved this more of like an ad- admin role and you don't get involved yeah. in workshop like jade for example yeah we've had on you know she's a, she's an incredible woman she's in the yeah she's in the workshop yeah she's in the workshop tinkering a nice thing about what i used to do in the dealership is i worked in the service department that's an eye-opener but I think I was just very lucky in having the technicians I had because trying to explain to a customer about an issue with the car or what you've done can get quite technical I suppose in a way with the job that I'm doing now that's kind of helped so yeah I've I've as you can tell briefly what I've spoke spoken about I've had more involvement in motorsport than I have automotive, but yeah. I still remember reading Max Power magazines, not for the female content in there, by the way, <laughs> and, and faster. Like, I was more interested in the car. I still remember having my first car, Citroen Sacco. What did I want? I wanted a, a head unit and a massive speaker in the back. You know, <laughs> I I went through that modified car stage, but I I just couldn't afford it. And then I found touring cars and other things. And I was like, I'm going to invest my money in that and not my car. So yeah, that's a yeah. So in other words, Deb, you're literally you were born at Silverstone on the racetrack. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's just spiraled out of control on. On that because I've even been on ITV4 on British Touring Cars in 2019 I was on TV yeah if anybody's got the iPlayer go back to there <laughs> I don't know if it's there. on there but it probably yeah. might be <laughs> yeah a few people have um, seen me on TV which is quite funny <laughs> yeah so in other words um, my friend is a celebrity great thanks Deb <laughs> and Mimi's celebrity <laughs> yeah <laughs> So that brings us on nicely to my next question. What is your plan for 2023? Oh, damn it. I am going to have to say. 
No, because you said you wouldn't, and then you wouldn't, and you wouldn't. It's up yeah. to you, Deb. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave it open. It's entirely no, because I, I I revealed all last week. So I don't mind telling you. I'm racing next year or this year. I knew it. I asked you this, and I said, "Are you going to be a racing driver?" And you said, "No." And I was like, "Just got to be." Oh, she's going to go and travel around the world and do loads of different jobs in a million and one different countries. But hang on, your face has changed. What are you doing? And where are you going? <laughs> in all honesty, it was announced back in November on our work social media. See. If you check our social media page, you'll see a picture of me in this hat going. Yeah. Yeah. So it was announced ages ago, but I will do like the official announcement once I'm got all my kit. Yeah. So like the official yeah. official announcement when I've got all my kit. That basically I knew it. Knew I'm it. racing in the Enduro KA next year. <gasps> so basically how I'm... exciting. I'm following up with, so work are, we're doing another round, basically. And this is my opportunity. Are you, are you excited? Are you scared? I'm not feeling anything at the minute because I haven't got any kit. I know it's, <laughs> it's, so it's the 5th today and we've got yep. 99 days until the first round. Where's the first meet? Silverstone. What date is it? It's on the anniversary of Steph's accident, so on the 15th of April. On the 15th of April, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The calendar is up if you go on the Enjoy AK Championship website. If you do want to come and support me, please do. If you don't, oh well, I'm going to have fun in the car. But, um, no, in all in all honesty, if you do want to support me, I will be doing it for the free charities in memory of Steph. I explained all last week. So I don't want to talk about it again. No, probably yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Just carry on. Yes, yeah, so the first one, obviously, of course, is in memory of Steph. And then, what are your other two choices? Um, so I'm doing the whole championship. Oh, in, okay. In honor of in honor of in Steph. honor of Steph. Okay, but I'm perfect. also doing it. Right. I've always wanted to be a racing driver. That's what I've always wanted to be from a kid. It's been on my bucket list for years. And it's to do with with money more than anything. I mean, obtaining your race license is easy. It's like it's 99 quid plus your eye test, if I'm being honest. It's all you had to do. Yeah. And then obviously you do a written and um do a written test and then you do your driving test for, yeah. for it but yeah you know it's easy easy to get involved in motorsport you know anyone could obtain the race license it's just have having to have the money to do the rest and I'm extremely lucky that I get the opportunity where work is paying but I've got to get my helmet um yeah. got shoes my fireproofs our suits are all going to be customized so wait until the full announcement and i'll announce the charities that i'll be doing it for as well then but if you do want to come to okay, any yeah. rounds please come along please donate please be a support and cheer us on because i'm pretty much going 
into this as a newbie but I also have the opportunity to use our products to help me go faster I'm so excited I'm gonna come along you know I am you're gonna have to you're gonna be doing content <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, will. <laughs> I will be there so oh, as I'm you so can happy tell, as you can tell I can't be as involved in this platform because I'm, I've because got... In other words, would anybody like to help me content create for the one and only Deb as she becomes a racing driver for the year of 2023 and beyond? Because let's just we never say never to further years. Um, so, yeah, if anybody would like to join me in said paddock with um, a microphone or something that we can do podcasts with on the go, that would be great. <laughs> you can document my journey. <laughs> we can literally... Or if Netflix, you are listening, can we document this? <laughs> can we document this Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dan, I'm so proud of you. I knew it. I knew it. I'm getting quite angry at her because I was like, I knew it. <laughs> no, I'm very much, and this is some advice I can give to everyone. I'm very much, I'm very private. And I'm private to the point of, until I know, everyone else knows. So even though I've spoken about this now, I'm not. I'm still not going to shout about it until I actually know. Because I'm basically, for me, I'm already putting a lot of pressure on myself. So the more people I know, that's additional pressure. So my top tip for people is, if something big's coming up, don't put that pressure on yourself. <laughs> Keep it sealed until you fully know. And also, when you feel the time is right, so don't feel peer pressured to um, tell anyone anything until you feel comfortable with it. Because I've got to got to wait now. And again, there's that whole pressure element where I'm like, I need to take that away. So that's why there's some things I'm not going to be able to focus on much because I'm putting myself first. Good. And you should, Deb. Yes. Well, I'm proud of you. And yeah, I am not I'm not shocked in the slightest actually. I'm just not even remotely shocked. Yeah. Have you spoken to Sarah? I take it. Well, now, my good friends on the podcast. So Sarah, I was a little bit annoyed about this. So Rams <laughs> Hatch, the last round, bless Sarah, she came. And obviously I was yeah. there. And then a member of the team announced it before I could even open my mouth oh no <laughs> and I'm like thanks I didn't even move my lips and I was actually keeping it private and then I just had oh. to explain explain to her and then she got it she yeah. understood so yeah there's a couple of people that know but they're keeping it to themselves I was gonna say and she'll be like a massive help yeah um, to you as well through the process so yeah I, d I don't doubt it at all so yeah I think you've got some very good people around you that will be able to help and of course I'll be supporting you there on the sideline and in the paddock I'm actually, asking you resilient questions <laughs> I'm <laughs> before actually, you get in the car <laughs> yeah it's actually been really nice because um I've had some customers I I to be honest there are some customers I get on with very well with either at, in work outside of work and as soon as they saw that social media post put up I've never been so supported 
by strangers in my entire life. It's, it's, it is overwhelming, but the, the support, I really feel it, like, from the heart. Like, oh, they, you know, I'm not invisible. People can see me. They do want to support me. So, no, it's very heartwarming. No, I'm, gl I'm glad you're doing it. And, yeah. yeah. And I'm doing it I'm for so the right reasons. Um, yeah, well, you are. Because most, most people know I wanted to pursue my bike licence. I'm, if I'm honest, that's going back in the private bank. I'm not, I'm not putting pressure yeah. on myself. It's a case of no. I'll do it when I do it. It's, it's no one else's journey. And when you're ready, yeah. It's it's my journey, so yeah. So if we want to follow you, Deb, on your personal Instagram or any socials, can you share them below? Here we go. Right, here we go. <laughs> because I... obviously time is ticking on this, really. And the first <laughs> round isn't that far away. No, so, it's not. And I'm sure you've probably designed some sort of customised suit knowing you already. No. <laughs> yeah. oh. no no okay so this could be on the 14th of april deb designs <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'll make an announcement right hold the line right my socials so personal is deb aura so um that is my personal account you'll know it's me by the content that's on it because you'll see motorbikes You'll see cars, you'll you'll see all sorts on there, but it's basically me in a nutshell, like cars, bikes, pictures of me doing silly things or videos of me doing silly things. But basically, I'm one of these people that likes to try and keep my social media authentic. So that's that's me. You'll also see my work details on there as well, racelogic.uk. That's a very good social media page to follow, by the way. Not just because I work there, it's good. So give them a follow. And you'll see my see me on a post. Was he got B Velocity? That's that's us. Woo! Woo. If if you can put our name out there a little bit more, that that would be beautiful. So that's B underscore velocity. Nice and simple. I am on Facebook, but I do tend to keep that private to be honest very yeah i don't really do the, the yeah, Facebook anymore. um no. in terms of work if you want me to contact me about anything work-wise contact me at work or you can follow my linkedin because i'm on linkedin generally if people ask me about things outside of working hours i won't respond because that's my time and that's very important to me FYI. Yeah, I try and get hold of Deb um, sometimes and um, I don't hear back for a few hours slash day even. So I know she's keeping a, she having a chill time. She's having a bit of me time. Yeah. And she'll reply when she wants to. And I yeah. like that, Deb. Yeah. I'm not having a go at you because you don't leave me on red reply. <laughs> no. no. In, all, in all honesty, people, I think the, the one thing I've learned this year is don't neglect yourself generally don't neglect yourself we're we've only got one life literally and it can be gone like like that so it's a case of live your best life every day love love the ones that love you and value 
and know your worth. And if there's anything that's some form of negativity, get rid of it. It's not serving you any purpose. So literally don't have it involved in your life. And I've always, I think, always, always given our guests a little bit of personal advice. I mean, I do need to listen to it myself because sometimes I don't. But we're all like that. We're just human beings, you know. If you're going to give advice, make sure you can give it yourself and accept it and do it. The key thing is also, I would say, make sure you're around strong people because those people are going to evolve you. I mean, some of the people that I've had in my life have helped me evolve as a person. And one particular person, Stephanie Laker, I will say your name. She put a... She's always like doing like little gifts and things that I I absolutely adore. I think giving little gifts to people is very important, especially like random acts of kindness. People know about my rocky roads. She put a comment there about loving hard. And recently I've actually discovered she's right. And I was like, I didn't know I had the capacity to love hard. And I think and I hope that that is shared amongst the velocity like my heart is your heart as well it's like that engine and I think that's very important that us as a community comes together at some point and just works on it and builds up from it because it's very important oh that's a nice little touch to that Deb thank you and that brings us to the end well not really I want my song choice hang on you didn't Hang on, that was, brings us nearly to the end. You didn't hear the keyword, nearly. <laughs> Is <laughs> that like me? I'm being stubborn again. I want to take control. <laughs> Don't you think you're getting away with this because you're not? Sorry, Deb. I'm not. Right. Normally on the scripts, Deb says this bit. It's normally like, before we go, this is Ellie's favourite part. Well, I'm going to say it. Before we go, this is my favourite part. <laughs> You'll know that in season one, there's a bit of fun. And we've been asking our guests their favourite song to listen to when driving or what represents you and your passion. We're building another very impressive playlist on Spotify. I've done my song choice. And for our listeners to listen while they're behind the wheel. So, Deb, you have one song and one song only that describes you. I'm going to do it differently. Not one that you listen to while you race or anything. Just one song that describes you, like, in a nutshell. I'm going to have to confess. Have you thought about this? Because I'll be feeling... um, You're going to be mad at me because I've actually picked two songs and I've put them on the playlist already. But I have good explanation. Because... Right, Deb, because you are the founding member of <laughs> Bevelocity, you are allowed to sing. <laughs> right. So what are they? So obviously I touched on the subject of people feeling invisible or not seen and what Bevelocity is about. I think these two song choices represent not just the audience, myself and potentially other people as well. So the first song choice I've picked is by Pink. We've not had a Pink. No, we haven't had a pink. Not had a pink. And it's um from the album Beautiful Trauma and it's called I Am Here. Oh, okay. If you li- actually like I'm really I absolutely adore music. I've told Ellie about my different playlists and they're a bit wild. 
<laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, if you listen to the actual lyrics of I Am Here, they're actually, like, quite powerful in a way. Because, where is it? I'm just going to hold on a second. If you actually, like, listen to the lyrics, they are actually really meaningful. And it just, it's that, like, bit of empowerment as well. I had to do two songs. You can't just ask me to do one. I only did one. I'm keen. Uh, <laughs> one if you want. Um, and my second song, you'll like this one, actually. So it's I wonder if it's going to be really ravey. Is it going to be uh, Oh, it is actually. So this one's called My oh. Love, and it's a Dave Glass Animals remix, and it's by Florence and the Machine. I love that one. That's a good choice. And I've done that yeah. again, not just for me, <laughs> but for everyone. So those two song choices for me, I think, represent what our value is, part of our value and what we bring to the table and what we're trying to do. We're trying to give something back. And those, no, and those I are really like that. Sentences. Yeah. They're so amazing. Wanna, Thank you. Do you want to pick one? No, I've done. No, because I, I think I always tell all of our guests off. As you know, for the past year, I've shouted at every guest who can't decide. So I think it was only fair for me to only pick one myself. <laughs> so yeah but I'll let you off Deb you're the only one I've let off the whole year <laughs> thanks. so thank you yeah but no it's been so great Deb thank you for coming on your own podcast and telling telling your story because it's just obviously nice to hear and people um obviously will hear a different side to you um this evening so yeah i hope you enjoyed um the the episode with me well in terms of feeling uncomfortable being un you know feeling uncomfortable but being comfortable i i would generally say that it's very rare people want to know about me if that makes sense in fact i'll be honest i still don't know myself there's a lot of people that think know me, but they don't because I don't know myself yet. And I think going into 2023, it's 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 going to be very much an eye-opening experience for me. And bring it on is what I say. I'm going to embrace it as much as I can and celebrate instead of suppressing feelings. Um, I think that's very important. Yeah, no, I agree. And thank you so much, obviously, Deb, for your time on this Thursday evening, as always. But can we just say how amazing Deb is? And we're so excited for her journey in 2023. And I'll be there supporting her every step of the way. And as always, you can show some love for our podcast by leaving us a review, liking and subscribing. Plus, don't forget to share your favourite episode and get it onto as many people's ears as you can. Remember, your help helps others. And thank you for listening to the Be Velocity podcast. Stay tuned for next week's episode. If you know someone who would like to get involved in building our global community or you would like to get involved yourself, then, then you know where we are. And it's goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from me and a huge thank you for everyone that's shown B Velocity the 
support that it's needed. And if there is a season three and you would like to be part of it, please do get in touch because I do want to take this further. But as Ellie said, we need your help because your help helps others. And on that note, thank you for listening to season two, which has been dedicated to Steph. And I'm going to say, love you, bye. Engineered. Driven. Created. Velocity. B. Velocity. B. Velocity.